everybody, welcome to Eat, Drink, Smoke. We eat the good food, we drink the fine bourbon, we smoke the fine cigars. Blend Bar Cigars, where uh, we do it here in Indianapolis. And, and today, a, a little bit different because we're not doing bourbon, we're not even doing scotch, we're going rye. Uh, for uh, the drink part of what we're doing today, we are using a bone snapper rye. Uh, this is bone snapper. It's a it's select barrel, I believe, is what it's called out of Indiana. Now it's a rye, not a bourbon. So when you have a bourbon, you have to be fifty one percent corn. When you're a rye, you have to be fifty one percent rye. That's it. This the bone snapper is ninety five percent rye and five percent of barley. It's only aged for two years. It's in a new American oak uh, uh, barrel. This is bottled at 108 proof. That's what we're playing with uh, right here. Now, a couple different people reviewing this in a couple of different ways. We're talking about a very large presence, right? This isn't something that might normally be seen as smooth as some of your other bourbons uh, out there. You got to actually take it in cedar, leather, um, almost a, a citrus kind of feel um, f- from uh, the, the nose, but 108 proof is 108 proof. I mean, April Gregory, you can handle 108 proof. Most normal people, less, less right there. So you got to take this, you know, a, a little, uh, a little bit slow, a little bit uh, easy uh, right there. Um, uh, anise, white pepper is how it's uh, described, and then uh, finishes um, with a burn. Because it's rye, so it's finished with the burn. Now, how it was uh, recommended to us uh, right here, and everybody might do it differently, was to do it neat. So, of course, neat means uh, no, no ice, but we have the side rock. We've got the large rock here. Mine's melted a little bit. So we're doing it neat. Fingers, how do you feel? You, you, you ready for this? 108 proof. 108 proof, son. That's like a Zima for me. Right. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, uh, turns out uh, that the, the uh, bone snapper is the Zima of rye. <laughs> All right. So, so to your health and... Uh, Saturday morning. Let me tell you. First of all, Saturday morning. Secondly, that is a, that is a nose. Oh, I don't know what I I do not know what I think of of. Oh man, uh, I haven't even gotten there yet. Hold on, I'm doing it. Oh my god, I'm doing it. Oh, oh I'm doing it. Oh my god, that is. Fingers awful. already poured it over the ice. He was not wasting Holy any time. Christ, that is horrid. That can't. Don't say that. Horrid? You haven't had a drink yet? I know, no, no, I'm still what? scared. People, I'm still scared out of my skull. People on your page think you have a tattoo, and you can't even take a sip of rye. Oh well, I don't have I don't have tattoos, but that's that's okay. Oh, here, 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 here we go, here we go, here we go, April. Oh, oh, oh it's not bad. It's a little. Uh, listen, this is my first. Uh, venture into rye and it is definitely uh spicier oh my god than yeah I used to um and you you do feel it going down that's for sure oh, uh wow. i i you know a lot of people who are into whiskey uh and they they are really against pouring it over oh on the rocks uh i just can't stand a really warm beverage unless it's coffee so i always have to have it over the rock so i'm i'm sacrificing a little bit of flavor for the, you know getting it colder but to me uh wow you that's that's got a lot of character to it okay here here's here's where i'm at um last week oh, i forget what we what we were reviewing uh, it was it was the russell 10 year bourbon right this is way better way better than the russell 10 year bourbon 
by far because there's something happening here. There's yeah, something. Right. There's there's, something there's absolutely on. a complexity here. You gotta want this. I mean, you gotta want this bad. Like you, you like like it, it's something that that your grandfather did. And so you're like, okay, I did it because you know wrote. Oh, I'm going over the cube now. It's I'm better gonna, over the cube. I want to see what's happens. Uh, how does it open up? Like, is is that it? Or is it I, just I, it's, it's just, just easier to deal with? It's easier to deal with, and I'm sure once that cube melts just a tad, you know, I, I wouldn't mind uh, a little splash of water in that to open it up a little bit more. <laughs> oh my gosh, <coughs> this is so intense. It is. Can I it go back is. to Matthew McConaughey's bourbon? No, you cannot go back to the Long Branch. But while we're talking about intense things, uh, so that's that's the Bone Snapper Rye. Try it, try it for Ooh. yourself. I never like to dog it's, on on the on the uh, Indiana uh, type uh, stuff. The problem is I can't tell you. You know, w- w- I'm an amateur when it comes to this stuff. I just enjoy trying the 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 things. That is strong. That is, and especially the last couple of weeks, we've done some very easygoing bourbons, some very simple stuff. This it stays this on has your got some things. It stays on your lips and it stays in <laughs> your throat. Stings the nostrils. Um, uh, the, uh, while, while this is happening, there's something culturally amazing happening in, 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 in the United States. Uh, did you really just take a napkin, April, and wipe your tongue? Yes. Did you really just do that? I was desperate. Oh, sorry. So here's what's going on across the United States. There's something happening culturally to every single American. This is, it's, it's remarkable. It is amazing. It is the biggest story in America uh, Fingers Malloy, and it has nothing to do with politics. Nobody has won the Mega Millions as of this moment, one point six billion dollars. So it's it's the second biggest, or now by the end it'll be the highest lottery prize in in, in American history, one point six billion. Now I've been trying to figure out the math, right? So in when it was a billion. The cash payout was $565 million. You're going to pay, let's call it 40% for the sake of the argument, so 35% is what you're going to pay. You're going to end up with about $350 million from there. Uh, on $1.6 billion, let's just double all the numbers, and you're going to end up with $600, $700 million. I'm right that there comes that, that you don't even pretend after that. Not only do you not go back to work, you don't go back to talking to friends. Right, like this. No. Pod, I win. This podcast is over. Right, everything's over. Why would it be over? Why would well, it be over? The podcast we could continue. Just well, you couldn't tell anybody that you won that much money, though. How? Do, so some states allow you to do that, right? And some states do not. So you would hide it. You would hide that you won that kind of money, April. The Beach Boys are on. They're my favorite. Okay. Um, settle I. Yourself. You have to. People would attack you. What? If everybody knew you had that much money, I, I how could you walk around? You I don't have, have 1.6 billion, and people attack me all day long. It's ridiculous. Oh, you, oh, you don't mean you mean more than just social media, right? You mean just coming coming at you, right? People would rob you. People would try and get to you, right? Yes. Well, oh God, yeah. If, listen, if I can keep it silent, I'm totally keeping it quiet. Well, oh, a hundred percent. First of all, just being friends with the both of you makes me feel like a billionaire. Uh, secondly, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Secondly, I, I believe there is a way. Can't you set up a, a dummy LLC and do your best to, to, to keep it under it wraps? It depends on the rules of whether or not they allow that. Sometimes states require you to identify right. yourself. Some states and, are different. Right? So every place is, is, is different, and some of the, the lottery rules require identification. Um, but, oh, if I, of course I would set it up 
uh, in, into a trust and get that all done before uh, make, making an announcement somehow. But, but right. why would you, if, if you could do that, or even if you couldn't, uh, I would want the podcast to continue simply because uh, if we aren't recording this and I'm a billionaire, I'm still going to be uh, drinking bourbon and smoking cigars. Right. Why oh, not the record it? The podcast would continue. We would just do on different locations around the world every single week. Oh, we'll be in Bali this week. We'll be in Greece next week. Do they have cigars in Greece? That's where we're going. We're going to Cuba. Uh, no. We bring them with us. What do you mean, do they have cigars in Greece? I'm just making that up. No, uh, cigars no, are just but, an I American thing. Your friends thing. would notice that you have a different lifestyle, so some people are going to know that you've just won it, because I'm you going th- to have a completely different lifestyle. Would, would you, April Gregory, drop any friends if you won $1.6 billion? Um, I would be more, yeah, some of them, I mean, I know a ton of people, so some of them, well, not, all, not all of them <laughs> look would be who's privileged. A I know a ton of people. You Have you I, met me? I'm April Gregory. <laughs> I know I all. Oh, you the know. good people. I know all of them. The bad people. Ugh. Feh. And now with 1.6 billion dollars, I will pay to have them washed. You know a lot of people. What is that? Right. I would. I would take my favorite friends. Right. And we would travel around the country. They could stay at my houses in Italy and Australia, everywhere. I would not have multiple houses. Oh, I wouldn't. I have too many bed sheets. No, you have. No, you have staff. You, you have no. staff. I, I have no need for staff. You don't wash bed sheets if you have $700 million. Oh, no, no. I go, I go full Frank Sinatra. I don't wear the same pair of underwear twice. Right. Now, that's what Airbnb is for. I mean, on, <laughs> I mean honestly, why do, why do I need 20 houses all across the country? Right? I've got all the houses. you yeah. Airbnb? Oh, I love that idea. Yeah, Airbnb. I, of course, why not? $700 million. Tuscan and Villas. You could and literally never run out of money with that much money. Okay. Oh, wait, challenge accepted. <laughs> Hold on. Of course you can run out of oh, right. that You're much gonna money. Oh, you're going to buy a sports team. I forgot. I got, did you not see Brewster's Millions? No. What? No, what I said, I didn't say on air, I didn't say on the radio show that I was going to buy a, a sports team. What I said is that you could not Narrator, afford. that's what he said. That's, no, I said you could not afford to buy a sports team. And that's when oh, my that's radio right. producer, Ari, was saying, well, yes, you could. And he was talking about like, buying like a fractional ownership of like a, an NBA team. But with $700 billion, million. you could with buy. $700 million, million you, you, could, you could buy something. You could do some damage. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would see myself buying a, uh, a team. I don't see myself doing radio anymore. And I love what I do. Like, right. I'm, I'm crazy about what I do. Uh, but, but I think that if I'm going to be honest... Um, I'm going to simply uh, sh- shut down all the social media, mm-hmm. every last bit of it, and then I'm going to be like, okay, what are the things that matter to me? What can I fund? What can I create? And go do that. You, right. have, to, you have to have something. But I never thought about whether or not I would keep the podcast, right? Because here's- Because this the, is fun. But, Only but an so, hour. But the whole thing of, of, of at least for me- Someone was asking, like, well, you, would you just do your hobbies? Would you just, like, maybe pursue that? This is my hobby. Drinking things, trying things, talking about things. This is, this is what I do. This is my job, people. You know, to, to quote Animal House, Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Can we just pour one out for him? Oh, wait, is he still alive? Never mind. Never mind. Hold on, I need a sip. It's better with the ice. I'm telling you. I think. It takes a little bit of the edge off. All right. This ride, we're doing the Bone Snapper Rye is what we're what we're uh, testing here, reviewing. It is strong, but it, it is fun, right? I can't tell you if it's good because I haven't had enough rise to know if it's good. Right. I can tell you that it's fun, and it... No, don't get me wrong. It's, it's here to punch you directly in the neck. I totally agree with that, but this is fun. What it I- is. I, I do like it uh, uh, on, uh, on the ice. Maybe I needed to just 
settle it down a little bit. And and real rye drinkers are like, ah, yeah, pansy, right? You know. Well, I, I find it hard to have... Uh, Just cut off your own penis. Yeah, right. I, I find it hard to take it from people uh, calling you a pansy when you're you're sipping on 114 proof <laughs> Listen, rye. But, but you know, it's like the people who do the hot stuff. So this happened to me. There is a place called... I don't know if you've ever been to Joella's Hot Chicken. Ooh. Do you like Joella's? Yeah. All right. So so Joella's Hot Chicken is based out of, out of Tennessee, and they've opened locations here in Indianapolis. And a very, very I, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. And so um, we do a thing on the show called Should Tony Eat This, where one of my, uh, my, my fellow hosts, Terry Stacy, brings in a food item every week. And sometimes it's cool. And sometimes it's bugs. I mean, she has screwed with me in ways that is irrational. Well, the one thing that I do have an aversion to is spice. I don't want things too hot. No, no, no. I want flavors. I don't want heat. You're I find, such a wimp. I find it unbelievably Every painful. week we learn that you're a little bit more and more wimpy. Well, uh, whatever. I keep getting paid, right? Right. Well, then that's fine. Uh, so she brings in this stuff, this, this Joella's hot chicken, fire in the hole. Fire in duh. D-A, fingers Malloy. Fire in duh hole right there and and she's like listen you got to try this but first you have to sign this waiver the oh. waiver says the chicken will kill you Wait, the what? waiver says if you eat this you are on your own and if you die we're taking your wallet like it's crazy i and, and i have i do two shows a day i can't i can't risk it i will i i will not do it i and i and i did not did not do it i I don't understand how much pain do people want to put themselves in. I thought this was a fad. I had a, a restaurant for for a while with the family, and and we did um, uh, we did uh, wings in, in a habanero sauce, chunks of habanero Ooh. peppers, and uh, we literally served them with uh, the science goggles. <laughs> yeah, right. So you wouldn't like, wouldn't get your hands in your eyes. And or like milk else. right here with the oh. straw going right to your mouth. People love them. We're like, why? This is so awful and painful. Why do you? Do? Although people said it was a very actually uh, good sauce, but people love this. Stuff. I, I've never understood. I had two buddies I would go to Hooters with every once in a while. This of is back course in, you did. Uh, back in my twenties, ah. uh, and they would get the the nine one one alarm sauce, and they would sit there and they would eat these wings, and snot would be pouring from their noses. They would be sweating uh, from the forehead. Put that on your Tinder account. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, how is this enjoyable? You have mucus all over your hands while you're eating wings. Why would anyone choose to do that? I like they, a little kick. They, but they that's crazy. It. They're crazy about it. And and the, the fact it's like sriracha. I'm sorry, sriracha's not good. Sriracha sauce. I don't care who you. It's not good. Yet people are crazy. They're, you love sriracha, mm, I don't like you? sriracha. I like sriracha mayo. I don't even know what's happening. Oh, my gosh. I don't, uh, I don't even know what's happening. Oh, this is getting better and better as the ice the melts a little bit into the glass. So so, so uh, anyway, so uh, the problem is, uh, going back to, to, to my, my issues here, if, if I could. Did this you is, buy a lottery ticket? Oh, of course I did. Okay. Of course I, I did. Make sure I we bought the Mega Millions about, like, and I bought the Powerball because that's like that's a paltry four hundred and fifty million dollars now. And someone won the Powerball, right? No, no, oh, no. no. Nobody that's, won anything. That, no, no one won anything. So the Powerball is actually uh, the Powerball is done on Wednesday and Saturday. Mega oh. Millions is fr- Tuesday and Friday. So Tuesday it's one point six billion dollars for the, for for the Mega Millions. My problem is this is my hobby. If I don't do this, what do I do? But you know what? I never considered. Fingers Malloy. I never thought about. I never thought about whether I would do the podcast. And the answer is absolutely I would do. That's, that goes without saying. I would co- absolutely continue the podcast. You have to have stuff to do. You can't just be idle. 
Yeah, so why wouldn't I just continue the radio? The only fun. thing I can There's think nothing, of. Well, you, you put I a wake lot up of work. Early. You put so much work into your. I mean, I you, don't put work into this. What kind of person are you? Stop. You put so much work into the radio shows every night. I mean, that's a that's a, a full day for you. You do two shows, you got to go home and prep for the next day. So that's a lot of work for you. And, and that's a fair amount. So maybe you would just do one radio show. Well, the other thing. No, you'd be in a different country. You'd be traveling, right? Well, the other thing, too, I think what you do is you, when you got that kind of coin, you build the kind of home studio that is, is very much. St- oh, wait, hold on. Do I have to move now? You well, you think can't about live it. in that house anymore. You What's gotta have a, you have a bigger house. Lovely. Why do I need a bigger house? I don't want a bigger you, house. What, 1.6 million. You need a you moat. Need you need to guard dogs. Build MS 2.0. This is so getting you can do so your show wait, from home. If 1.6 billion, I could buy MS. Yeah. You know, uh, MS and then it'd be Tony Katz Radio, 24 hours a fucking day. K A T Z. Yeah. Oh, please. She curses. I can't get her to stop. I can't get her to do a clean podcast to save my life. <laughs> we'll fix it in post right there. So much more going on. This is Eat Drink Smoke. Eat Drink Smoke, Tony Katz, along with a social media maven, April D. Gregory, and radio host and podcaster, Fingers Malloy. Find Fingers on Twitter at Fingers Malloy, April D. Gregory on Twitter, me, Tony Katz, T O N Y K A T Z, and of course, Tony Katz. Uh, dot com. Uh, we're drinking the Bone Snapper Rye, and it's it's settling in. It's settling in. It is. It's it's different. It's for it's a first. It's really a first rye for me. Maybe in forever, but so long that I would call it my first rye. It's just never something I've I've actually used as a gone to. Um, we we then we did put it over ice. It it's it's working better for us. Hold on. Yeah yeah no no this is fun. I, I think if you oh, were gonna, if you're gonna do it neat, <laughs> I think I would want a splash of water in it. Ah, April is not happy with it in the slightest. We'll get to the cigar in a second. In, in the meantime, there is a caravan coming from Honduras, and, and April Gregory is um, all sorts of defend America on this subject because it's uh, Honduras and Guatemala. you got 4,000 people in this caravan, maybe more uh, by now. No one knows how they're, it's all being paid for. And they said they're coming to the United States. And I, one of the questions I've asked is, um, uh, how the bloody hell is this not an invasion? Like, aren't they an invading force announcing their intentions and then coming our way? It is an invasion, and they are a mob. Oh, my. Yeah, they're yeah, a mob. Okay. So, uh, this they're is, not is coming peacefully. A Brooke Baldwin approved. Uh, is that a Brooke Baldwin approved? Are you allowed to say mob? Well, right. I didn't ask her permission. So they get their way to Mexico, and President Trump has been putting serious pressure on Mexico, saying you have to stop them from coming in. And hey, you Honduras, and hey, you Guatemala, and I think El Salvador was in the conversation. If you start sending people, we're not no more foreign aid. We're done here. We're finished. We're complete. Well, they got stopped on the Mexico border, and these people are, are, are ramming the border, trying to break down gates and walls and other things because Mexico has Mob. a heavily fortified southern border. You think we're the United States is a problem because talking about a wall? Oh, take a look at Mexico's immigration policies. And they're screaming and yelling to let us in, and they're taking their children and passing them up to the front so they can show the media crying children. This is Israel and, and the Palestinian Authority all over again in using kids as, as, as human shields. But we are all agreed. And I, have been, I am begging someone to tell me if this isn't invasion, what is it? And the reason we call it invasion is Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution. 
that that the the United States guarantees uh, a republic to every state and to protect those states from invasion and on active legislature or by the executive when the legislature is not uh, in session, um, a domestic disturbance. So it's about putting down uprisings and it's about protecting from invasion. If 4,000 people are coming across the border and say, we're coming, I, the, the fact that they, they, they don't all have uh, Kalashnikovs is somehow they're, they're not an invading force. It's an inva- it, to- it is what it is, and I'm begging someone, fingers more, anyone, April Gregory, to, to kind of sell me on the fact that it's not. Right before the midterms. Oh, yes. Coincidence. Coincidence. Right. I tell you. They'll Guess be here what? November 5th. It's shocking. It's a Koch brothers conspiracy. <laughs> Let me just throw that out there right now. The Koch brothers are funding this uh, to make sure that Republicans, uh, specifically, uh, you know, the ones that are for tougher border security, uh, will do well in the upcoming election. There, I said it, Tony Katz. Yeah, you got to make sure that, like that issue is back on the forefront instead of this uh, Elizabeth Warren or the Kavanaugh crap. You got to. You gotta oh. get immigration back up to the forefront of the problem. So, uh, of of the conversation, yep. right? First of all, Elizabeth Warren is that not the greatest? Takes a DNA test to prove she's Native American, and she is one one thousand twenty fourth. Not and not even Native American, Peruvian or Colombian. She could be part of the migration, uh, and she doesn't have as much Native American blood in her as the average American. That is del- that is the most delicious story ever. You and know, then she tried to put it out there like she was proving herself Indian. You were not. You know, she flopped been, and fell on her face. What I, the press backed her up and yep. they fell and flopped on her What face. I've been calling it on my show is 23 and me, no Cherokee. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Personally, Thank I you. am actually one-eighth Indian. And is that I'm, true? That is true. And I am super offended that she would claim to be you Native are American. Not. You're so full of crap. When she's not. It's, it's hurting my people. Your people. It is hurting my people. The blonde, this is the not blonde good haired, for blue-eyed people. Are you blue-eyed? My, yeah, my German's coming through. Oh, oh, is that what's happening? Why is she playing with her hair? I don't know. I don't know. That's she's what I literally do when I'm twirling her hair <laughs> while she's like, yes, I'm on 8th Indian, but my German's shining through. It was a very, very, very creepy. <laughs> I don't know what was going on at all. Back to the, back to the caravan. Um, it is political. This whole thing is there's video of uh, those in the caravan, uh, two people paying them, right? Walking down the lines, handing people money uh, as, as they go through. Who's buying into this line of crap? You're right that this is brought back to the fore because so many other things have failed for the left. They needed this. But this has been planned for a while, right? They knew they were going to plan this caravan for the midterms because the truth is those who believe in open borders they don't actually care about the people at all they care about uh, the destruction of rules, regulations, concepts, theories and thought processes that make the United States the United States. They are against the very rule of law. So this has been long planned because you don't organize this overnight and if they really cared about these people and their suffering they would have done it a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. They don't. Use the kids as human shields. Use the kids as weapons. When I say it's completely reminiscent of how the Palestinian Authority used children as shields, if not just as bomb delivery devices, uh, in, in, in Israel, you're, you're kidding yourself. That's what's happening here. And I am very happy that President Trump has said, well, and not only is this not happening, Mexico, you solved the problem, because the theory clearly was, and I think that many uh, uh, Democrats in the United States, I wonder if they, if they thought this. Oh, yeah, Mexico's going to let them through. 
Like, it's like everybody, it's like they, they think their politics exists because them and their three friends in their basement all agree it's the same thing. Like, it, there wasn't going to be a moment where the president says, Mexico, if you let them through, not only do we not do trade deals with you, not only do we not do other things with you, but maybe we'll start doing some military exercises. What the heck? You know what? No, not on our side of the Rio Grande. Maybe 35 miles in to the Rio Grande, beyond the Rio Grande. Let's just see what happens. What are you going to do? You know, we've really had it with the drug cartels. Maybe we just got to start taking some more land, and we'll put up a new border, and that's where we'll build our wall. Not 15 miles inland on the U.S. side, 35 miles inland on the Mexico side. But everybody who's there will just make them citizens. What the hell? We won't give them voting rights for 10 years, though. And we'll just build a wall, and it'll be fine. It'll be good. It'll be set. Let you figure out what's happening. They never once thought this. These people in their basement never once thought anything, April Gregory. You're laughing at me. You know I'm right. I don't even know what to talk about anymore. Uh, no, well, the left. Talk about it anymore. <laughs> I lost you somewhere. It's kind of what we do. <laughs> I lost you somewhere. Is that what you just said? I am saying that these people never once think. No, they don't. That the anything's left... going to happen outside of what they believe should happen. Yeah, every, they all think I, that I we all that believe that the same thing as them. That's that's how they are. They they just cannot fathom that somebody has a different thought, or and they still haven't figured out President Trump. Two years later, they haven't figured out that he is going to own them somehow. And I just went through a whole President Trump uh, thought process. And that's why you can't follow. You can't work as fast as him. You know, you're, you're, you're one of those low IQ individuals. I but think that's it. It's amazing to me. Well, I shouldn't say it's amazing to me, I guess, because I, I shouldn't be surprised. But when you see the money being handed out, you would think someone in the media would be curious as to where that money is coming from. Yeah. yeah but no questions right? are asked. None. Absolutely, positively none. Uh, so listen, what you, the, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly uh, for a while. And here's how it's quoted in, uh, over there by the, it was by, the AFP, by the AP. Yeah. Or AFP. Sorry. Uh, we're running away from violence. And we arrive here and they just hit us more, sobbed 28-year-old Marta Ornelas uh, Cazares, who was nursing her baby but had lost her other two children aged 10 and 15 in the turmoil. It These was worth losing your children over? These people were worth losing? Well, well no, I don't think they lost her in the, in the caravan. Maybe lost to the violence, let's say, in Honduras. Oh, okay. The murder right there is 43 for every 100,000 people. I mean, it's, it's insane. And, and that's the part that we should not lose sight on. Honduras is hell. Right. Uh, the, the, a lot of these Central American countries are total disasters. But if you can amass 4,000 people... To engage a caravan to the United States, can't you engage 4,000 people to storm the Capitol and maybe take over the country? Because the United States should be the first hand saying, hey, congratulations, good on freedom. How can we help? Well, being, How can we help you? Being that our uh, drug policy is the reason for much of what's going on down there, the United States should probably Our help. drug policy? Ooh. Yes. Is this the CIA's fault, too? Well, no. I mean, the illegal drug traffic that comes through Central America and, and, and uh, from Mexico oh, oh, I couldn't, is I didn't the know reason what, I why for much, much, much of the violence that is going on in Mexico and Central America is because of our drug policy. So, so we should decriminalize, and then the Hondurans could stay in their country. That's not how this works. That's how it works. That's not how any of See? this... April D. Gregory oh. making the complex simple right there. No. That's what you were saying. Yes, that's what I'm saying. What, just legalize everything and we're good. Yeah. Okay. You know they're considering doing medical marijuana right here in Indiana. Finally. Let me tell you. Oh, great. 30 years from now, that'll get passed. We, it just took uh, last, it wasn't until last year I could get a six-pack of beer at a grocery store on a Sunday, Sunday. Tony. Yeah. Happy to help with that, by the way. Uh, but, but let me tell you, if they, if they do, if they do medical marijuana, I am opening a dispensary. It goes with, it's either going to be called Kosher Kush or, or, oh or, or, or Hoosier High. <laughs> <laughs> and I am absolutely opening a dispensary. I, 
If I can't get a license, nobody in Indiana can get a license. There is no amount of holy hell I won't raise. Absolutely, I'm opening a dispensary. That's where the money is. Oh, yeah. Do you oh. have to be a pharmacist, I wonder? Do you have to be a pharmacist? A street pharmacist does it I'm all not the time. Giving, I'm not giving out Sudafed. I'm selling, I'm selling well, weed. You know they're going to regulate the crap out of yeah, this. Yeah, so you hire people. Okay. Who, you know, maybe have an expertise in horticulture. Who's your high? I love it. Didn't you hear it? Tony Katz won the $1.6 billion. Right, so he's going to invest I, in the medical marijuana in Indiana. I, Perfect. Let me tell you, if I get the $1.6 billion, there's going to be there's going to be weed on every corner. <laughs> a chicken. It's going to be a chicken in every pot. Two cars in every garage oh where they're going to have to God. stay because you're going to be high as a kite. That's the way it goes down in Tony Catsville. By the way, I'll be changing the name of Indiana to Tony Catsville. Tony Catsville. I'll be doing it all. Eat, drink, smoke. Welcome, everybody. Eat, drink, smoke. Say welcome. We've been doing this for a while. Tony Katz, along with April D. Gregory and Fingers Malloy, on to the smoke part of our day. Boys and girls, this is the La Aurora. This is a Figurado Cameroon. Now, we were discussing, uh, and then, by the way, it's, it's you, call it a, you call it a tubo uh, right here because of the, the packaging that it, it comes in. We were discussing last week size and shape of cigar and, and likes and dislikes in a cigar. And I am not a fan of, of the smaller cigars because I want to take time with a cigar. I'm not interested in a quick cigar. I never, never have been. But there are some... Really well-crafted, really well-made cigars out there. I'm a huge fan of the Cameroon style uh, of cigar. Rocky Patel Cameroon, to me, is, is, is a terrific and extremely underrated cigar. This is the La Aurora um, uh, Figurado. So it, it, it's kind of thin. It thickens up, and then it, it thins uh, back out. It, it looks like Fingers Malloy before the operation uh, is basically... Uh, what what happened uh, there? It's a um, euphemism, but I'm not sure what it is. Right. So this is a Dominican binder uh, and, and and filler. It's a Cameroon uh, wrapper. What you're going to get out of this? This is going to be um, how would I do? coffee nutty? A lot of those uh, kinds of, of of flavors, but I wouldn't necessarily go uh, earthy. There are chocolate flavors that you're going to get out of this. Give it time. You just started April, Gregory. It's it's gonna. It's going to get there. It's going to end with a, a, a sweet uh, spiciness. And those flavors are going to come at you faster because you're dealing with a 5 by 54 here, right? You're dealing with 54 at, at the widest point of the cigar uh, in terms of the ring gauge, but it's only five inches long. Um, I am not a fan of the shorter smokes. I'm just not. I prefer a, a six, uh, six and a half inch uh, a cigar is where I go. If we're getting into the Churchills, okay, it's a totally different uh, concept in the, into those uh, seven inch uh, kind of smokes. Um, but the Cameroon, I've always been a fan of. I've always found it to have a little more of, of a creaminess, uh, a little bit uh, better of a smoke. Some people might see it differently th- than me. Uh, Fingers Malloy, uh, you've, you've begun. Uh, where are you on this? Well, it's, it's interesting that you bring up uh, how the length of the cigar really affects the flavor because I always thought, uh, you know, as, as a novice, that I would want a shorter cigar because I, I felt like I, I couldn't handle smoking a, a cigar for an hour. It, it gets to me. That cigar we had last week, that Churchill we had last week, was my favorite cigar. Uh, and the Late Hour, it's called. The Late Hour from Davidoff. That was fantastic. Where This right here, um, I don't know if this couples well with the bourbon that we're drinking right now. Which is a rye. Yeah, be- because it's uh, the, the rye is spicy. And this, to me, it, it, I was surprised at how bold 
it was when I first started right. smoking it. Now, maybe when we get into it a little bit more, some of those flavors will subside. But I, I was like, wow, this is like bowling me over. Well, there, there's, it's also, uh, I am a believer in this, and, and other cigar guys may, may say it differently. It's the shape of the cigar. The, I use a V-cut, right? So a V-cut is when you dig into the, like a shape of a V into the cigar as opposed to a straight cut or a punch. Now, a punch is just a small circle. A straight cut is what people are most used to. A V kind of digs in. I like that idea of the funnel draw. I want it to come uh, straight through to me. It, to me, that's it's extremely uh, important and valuable in terms of how I get enjoyment out of the cigar. Uh, as it opens up a little bit and gets into the more 54 part of the ring gauge, that thicker part of the cigar fingers, you might... You might think differently, but it's also kind of funneling into you. It is a, a stronger a draw. April Gregory, where are you? It is very smooth and flavorful, and it burns differently than what we've had. It doesn't burn heavy. It burns very slow and easy, I guess. Is maybe, that, your, that your feel? Maybe mine is not. Again, has to do with shape. You're not dealing with, you know, it's, it's, it's getting larger as it comes back, so it will take a little more time. There's more to burn, uh, right? Um, but I'll, I'll be curious to see where you guys are halfway it's good. through. It's great flavor. Uh, let's get into to, to maybe the, the best story in America right now. The story that makes guys like me, ladies like you, Fingers Malloy, um, and, and you, April D. Gregory, uh, just cheer with glee. There is a serious, not no joke, serious conversation to the idea that Hillary Clinton could run 2020. And I just... Uh, uh, Right there. Ah, my dream come true is Hillary 2020. The the slogans write themselves. Hillary, third time's the charm. Oh my God. Hillary, will she live to see inauguration day? Oh, it's gonna be what? Oh please, there's not gonna be an age conversation on Hillary Clinton. There's always an age conversation on the right, but it, there wasn't last time when you had Hillary and Biden. There was there was totally there was an age no conversation. It's just no one paid attention to the conversation. Right. Exactly. There was an age conversation. I mean, the whole thing about Biden running, I, 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 I love because I just the idea that the Democratic Party is going to give the nomination of the presidency to an old white man is who isn't Bernie Sanders is more than I can begin uh, to take. But there's this this guy who worked for Hillary. Uh, for years, uh, Philippe Reigns, who, if you don't know, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I don't really worry about it that much. If you don't know him on Twitter, first-rate scumbag. Scum, good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, a real, a real and true jerk uh, on Twitter. Um, he's, he, these are his uh, words uh, right here, that no other Democrat has anywhere near the base of her 32 million people. Uh, she's smarter than the rest tougher than the rest and she'll raise money easier than most people now here's the million dollar question if he's right and hillary clinton runs again the democratic party does indeed fall apart it's all over it never comes back right like this is this is death knell kind of stuff for for the democrats they they can they couldn't possibly possibly in a million years on any level actually want Hillary 2020, could they? I think that the base would reject her. Uh, I, I believe, look, you're going to have somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 people running for president on the Democratic side, right? Uh, Harris in California, the, Elizabeth Kamala Warren. Harris, yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Uh, and we, we 
you know, can talk about how Elizabeth Warren may have completely ruined her shot uh, with this whole DNA fina- uh, fiasco. But uh, I, I think there are going to be too many other candidates out there to uh, give the lunatic base on the left an opportunity to turn the page from Hillary Clinton and move on to someone else. The bigger question is, is the press behind a Hillary Clinton? Because if the press is behind her, well, then it's all over. So there's a whole concept that I have about the idea of reputation capital, right? Reputation capital goes uh, uh, along with, with elitism. And what we saw in 2016, the press corps was willing to give up their reputation to engage the election. They created the, they, they put the risk out there. They created the calculus. And they said, we're willing to risk our reputations, in order to do this. And very often you take a position so you can gain reputation capital. Here you put your reputation capital on the line to get your person elected. They hated Trump so incredibly much. So they do this and they lose. They lost their reputation. They lost their reputation and they've been trying to get it back, but they still won't admit the fact that they're biased. They won't admit the fact that it is a mob. They won't admit the fact that Don Lemon was racist in what he said about uh, Kanye. Uh, and, and never mind any black person who dare say, you know what, the president's fine by me. Right. They, they, they've lost all that. Do they have any more to give? Like, could, would they really be willing to give what little maybe reputation capital they have left to Hillary Clinton? Who basically said, yeah, the reason I lost is because the press was, 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 didn't do their job properly. She said that. It was the Russians. It was Comey. It was the press. Uh, it was, um, I, I don't know what else she, she, she could blame. And anything but her being a cold, terrible, horrible, bitter, nasty person. Which she is all those things and a criminal. I, I think the media turns the page on her too. I mean, I, 2008. 2016. She lost twice. And she lost to Donald Trump, for crying out loud. Uh, there's, there's no way, like I said, when you've got as many people running for president as what we'll see on the, on the left. I mean, you've got Cory Booker's going to run. Uh, uh, Harris is going to run. Elizabeth Warren's going to run. Bernie Sanders will probably run. Joe Biden may run. That's five right off the top of my head. They got, they're talking five, about... Five! Five! There are 25 about, candidates yeah, running for the Democrats. Somebody mentioned... Tony, I, I, I'm not familiar with this cat. Uh, but somebody even threw in the conversation uh, the the mayor of South Bend may be considering running His for president. His name is Pete Buttigieg, and people have been talking about him as the great white hope for a year now. Pete Buttigieg could not... Listen, I'm not mad at the dude. I would interview him. I, I'd, I'd appreciate the opportunity. Pete Buttigieg, if he wants to put himself out there as an actual true Democrat, he couldn't get past the first debate. You know how we had in the Republican Party, there were the two debates, right? The main stage and the secondary stage. He'd be on the third stage by himself saying, wait, you mean you can't have a policy about being a, you can't have a conversation about being a Democrat? No. The nomination is going to the most ultra uber progressive they can find. That's who's getting, what do you mean no? No. I disagree. The nomination's not going to a progressive. That would be end of the Re- Democrat Party. That has to go to an establishment candidate. It has to. It's going to be Hillary or Biden. April. I don't think the party moves on from Hillary or Biden. April. What? You're making the, the, the calculus that there is a quote-unquote establishment party. Tom Perez, the chair of the DNC, said that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the future of the party. The Bernie Sanders thesis is now the Democrat they're thesis. Not, there are no more Democrats. They're not so stupid as to nominate a Kamala Harris and think that people in Michigan and Indiana and Minnesota and 
Trump won Michigan by 10,000 votes. They can get Michigan. You know what they actually have to do there? Campaign. Don't confuse Hillary's inability to be a decent person who knows how to campaign with other people's ability to go out there. Yeah, they look Hillary at Trump and her being, four campaigns doesn't know how to campaign. She didn't know how to campaign. Are you I really agree that she me? should have gone to Michigan and Wisconsin, but don't act like these people are stupid. She has been running campaigns since her husband was trying to get elected. There is a party. There is an establishment. There are operatives that know how to do this, and they're not going to pick someone who Hillary- most of America is not going to vote for. Barack Obama bankrupted the Democratic Party, right? bankrupted it. Hillary Clinton controlled it via dollars and screwed Bernie Sanders out of the nomination. I agree. If they nominate Hillary Clinton, you're going to have you think it's a base of 32 million people? Have You'll have 32 million people who sit home. Someone who will I, I think it would need to be Biden but I don't think the party and the media leaves Hillary. I don't know enough about the, uh, what is the governor of Montana? They've been throwing that name out there too. The governor of Montana? Yeah. Isn't Who's he, the Wait, I don't know who the governor was. I know the senators, right? Danes and Tester. I'm not was it, was it Was it the senator? Somebody from Montana. They have to, if they want to win the general, April's right. They have to find someone who will appeal to. Steve Bullock is the governor of Montana. Is he a Democrat? He is a Democrat. Okay. Uh, they have to have someone who will appeal to Midwestern uh, swing voters. But unfortunately, when you have someone like that, they have to appeal to the base to win the nomination to begin with. And they and the base is not going to stand for someone. Uh, the, the base of the Democratic Party is not going to stand for a Hillary Clinton. They want someone much more progressive. I agree. And, and it's going to make all of these candidates on the debate stage sound like lunatics because they're going to try to out-left each other. They're going oh, to out-left each other. 100% they're going to out-left each other. But I want to make sure I'm understanding you both. You think... That the Democrats, this Democrat Party, is going to push for a quote-unquote establishment candidate in 2020. You have to push for the person that can raise money and win an election. Kamala Harris is not going to be president of the United States in in this America. I I, I think that the establishment uh, wing of the Democratic Party would love to have a Joe Biden. I don't think that they're going to be able to push that kind of candidate on the base the the, the people look the people who vote in the primaries these are the the red tofu crowd of the of the of the democratic party i mean the, the these are the most i have never heard red tofu <laughs> well crowd. i can't i can't say red meat blue tofu yeah okay blue tofu whatever uh these are i'm very sure it's a dog food these are the true believers and the true believers aren't going to say you know what oh joe biden yay Hillary Clinton, that's fantastic. No, they want a Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren type. Right. And then the party steps in like they did last time and screwed Bernie and they're going to screw somebody else so they can get their establishment, Biden or Clinton. They're not, the party is not going to let, yes, the base wants Kamala or Elizabeth Warren or or whoever, Cory Booker, but the party, maybe Cory could swing. Maybe Cory could swing both ways. Wow. But. Wow. Wow. The party wow. no. The party wow. knows. The establishment hey. knows. Kamala Harris cannot win a general election. Okay, I, I'm I'm going to interrupt here. I'm going to interrupt here. Uh, April and fingers. Uh, you you know I like you both. I'm thrilled that we work together. I'm thrilled that we do uh, this, this this podcast. I'm so glad that we're all in Indianapolis together. The two of you are out of your damn minds. So criminally insane. I question whether or not I should talk to you tomorrow. You're out of your minds. 
the left is not going to nominate an establishment person. I didn't say they were. Isn't that exactly what you just said? No, I said the establishment of the Democratic Party would like to do that, but the progressive wing of the left who is going to be voting in these primaries won't stand for it. Oh, you're, you're totally right then. Fingers Malloy is fine. April, let's talk about your problems. There's, there's, listen, I understand that Biden is attractive to these people because the idea of Biden is likable as opposed to any policy position he has, which is really just how much can he talk about one subject? If you give him three hours every day to talk about his one subject, yeah, he might be the right guy. He's, he's, he's a blowhard person who doesn't have an actual policy position. He will go with whatever he's told to do. So that could be indeed attractive. And I would argue that if Biden had been the nominee, Joe Biden would be president of the United I States agree. today. I agree. And if, and, if, and if Bernie Sanders had been the nominee, Bernie Sanders would be president no, of the United no, States today. No, no, I disagree with that. Well, you can disagree with it all, of want, all you want. The problem is, is that you're wrong. They are going to push for the most left-leaning candidate possible because if we have learned anything about the left, they overplay their hand on everything and they can't stop themselves from being back crap crazy. They can't stop themselves. They don't know how. You're going to... So Kamala they're everything Harris, they've been Luis telling us Gutierrez, we are. these are the people that you're going to see. They've been trying to shove the mayor of San Antonio down our throats, too, for, for a long time. And they've mentioned him as a potential presidential candidate. By the way, did you see the thing... Castro. Uh, okay, so one, one of the Castro brothers is in Congress. I forget which, which one he is. He actually was on MSNBC. This is all about Jamal Khashoggi, the, the Saudi national who disappeared. And I, he was murdered. Of course he was murdered. The Saudis finally admit that he did it. By the way, a Mohammed bin Salman, reformer or not, this is how you murder a guy? Mohammed bin Salman might be the dumbest man in the world for thinking that this is how you, you off a guy. It's, it's crazy uh, in, insane. But one of the Castro brothers went on MSNBC to say that Jared Kushner handed bin Salman a hit list so they could go out and, and do these kinds of things. And now he wants an investigation. These people are nuts. He's a guy who just elevated himself to getting the nomination for president of the United States on the left. These people are great. By the way, it, so, was, it was the Clintons and others who were pushing the Castros for forever as the future of the party until they learned that the Castros are total morons uh, and, and can't do, don't have any political acumen whatsoever. And they, we, we've failed to mention creepy porn lawyer. Uh, may run for president as well. Uh, there were some, uh, a bunch of candidates went down, potential pres- presidential candidates went to South Carolina for some event. Um, and I wish I had the, the, the piece in front of me. And it, w- it was the, 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 the crowd that we're mentioning, uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, Elizabeth Warren. I'm really intrigued by Elizabeth Warren, Tony. I, I, I think she may be completely done with this. Have this- you checked out her book, Pow Wow Chow? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I saw oh, Pow Wow Chow open for Tim Buck Three back in '89. Fantastic this show! Is such cultural reference. appropriation. I am so offended. You again. cannot get away with that kind of cultural appropriation and try to get the nomination in that part. She's going to get hammered. You can't, conservative. She can. You, you don't think Cory Booker and, uh, and and Kamala Harris and uh, a number of leftists when they're on the stage. They'll turn uh, on her. They'll turn on her uh, on a debate stage. I, I I don't know how she survives. And 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 the the progressive, uh, we're talking again. The people that are going to be voting in these primaries, these are the hardcore leftists. Let me give this. To there you are right going to be here. so many other options out there. I try and make it a point 
not to ever, ever utilize CNN as a source. But on this, I'll use CNN as a source. They have the list, uh, the 2020 power rankings yep, I'm looking of at Democratic right candidates. Joe Biden is number one. Thank you. 33%. Wait, that, so that, that was a poll that just came out. and Hillary didn't even rank on the freaking poll. Right. Wasn't in there. Biden is number one. Can you imagine how do- bereft of enthusiasm and interest Biden is your guy? Number two is Elizabeth Warren. Now, this could be before the whole uh, DNA test. Number two is Sanders. No, no, you're looking at uh, We're looking at two different things. I'm looking at the CNN numbers. Yeah, and I'm looking at a different thing on CNN. I hate it when you two fight. You, it tears me up inside. What are you doing? Three is Kamala Harris. It doesn't matter how they rank it. I'm, I'm giving the names. Then there's Kirsten Gillibrand, right? The senator from New York who wants to get rid of ICE. Then there's Bernie Sanders. Then Deval Patrick, the former governor of Massachusetts. Cory Booker, a Spartacus himself. Eric Garcetti, the mayor of Los Angeles. Amy Klobuchar, the senator from Wisconsin. And then Steve Bullock, the governor of, of, of Montana. That's their, their top ten right there. You've got a list, uh, April Gregory. Yeah. What's, what's on your list? Uh, mine's the CNN numbers for 2020 nomination. Uh, Biden, 33%. Sanders, 13%. Harris, 9%. Warren, 8%. Booker, 5 And on down. Carrie, John Kerry's on this list? Is there another Kerry? No. John Kerry's on that list? Mother of God, unless there's another Kerry. No. no. Bob Kerry, but no, that's that's, that's way too much. Kerry, Bloomberg, O'Rourke, yeah. Now, now, now you brought up um, uh, uh, Avenatti, and and we'll discuss Bloomberg, okay? We'll get into both those. Avenatti's crazy. (laughs) And Avenatti, clearly, I think there should be a look into... uh, the Bar Association regarding his allegations uh, regarding this Julie uh, Swetwick uh, woman, uh, Swetnick, and uh, what happened with the Kavanaugh confirmation. I really do think there should be. Avenatti is so crazy and is so willing to punch someone in the throat and has the great characteristic of having no shame whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He can be a player. But he can't really be a nominee. What he can do is be an advocate. Right, but he could he he may start as a nominee because it'll get him some prestige and it'll let him raise some money and and things like that. Michael Bloomberg is an interesting, interesting dark horse because that guy's got a few billion dollars. I agree. And he will be able to paint himself as an independent. He'll be able to paint himself as a guy who has worked the big issues. Oh, like a businessman, like Donald Trump, who understands how to run things like a business, but yet He's got the human side. And of course, you know, he thinks that we really need to look at gun laws in America. And what about the children? He's been funding uh, Moms Demand Action in every town and, and everything else to the tune of $50 million more by now. Michael Bloomberg could really actually be a player in this whole thing. My question, and we're looking at this through a 2018 lens, oh, if, yeah. if, if, if it looks like Biden is ahead early on and looks like he could be the Jeb Bush candidate for for Democrats. It'll be interesting to see if someone like Bernie Sanders steps up and says, "You know what? I'm not running for the no. Democratic nomination. I'm going to run I'm going to run I'm going to run I'm going to run as an independent." Because I don't want to uh. see I, I the, the the So he'll run Green Party because they already have a structure. Okay. But your point but your point taken. And that would funnel a lot of votes away from any Democratic candidate. If Bernie Sanders runs on something other than the Democratic ticket, that could be really, really hurtful. If Bernie does that, we have Trump 20 till 2024. 
And I, I think Bernie Sanders would make the the argument. Okay, I'm trying to fight for the uh, the heart and soul of the progressive movement, which it's not in the Democratic Party right now. Hold on, on uh, you know we're, we're streaming this on Facebook, and, and Larry Hedman, uh, uh, my, my Dakota expert, uh, says Tony's wrong, April's right. Thank you. That's two weeks in a row. People have said that I'm right. Yes, and two weeks in a row, I have to look at the people and say, Thank you. what's wrong with you? Of course I'm right. Listen, if you want to make the argument that they're going to nominate some kind of establishment person through the superdelegate uh, process and screw over the people, you can. The people aren't going to show up to vote. This is the point that I make. They're not going to show up if it is not the most progressive foaming at the mouth person you can possibly possibly mention we're all crazy otherwise if the economy is good their hatred for donald trump oh there are 20 ifs i agree but your but point would be trumped by their disgust of the modern day democratic party that screws over its voting base to pick their nope. hand-picked candidate nope that's nope. what they did no, last time a, no, nope. I, no i'm agreeing with you tony they the the base would stay home if they felt like the, the Democratic Party screwed over a progressive candidate that, that the, the base wanted over a hand-picked establishment-type candidate. I think you're right. At that point, it'd be like, wow, they did this with Bernie Sanders. They're doing it again in, in 2020. We're staying home. I don't, I don't care that we hate Donald Trump. We hate the Democratic Party more for, for continuing to turn their backs on the base of the party. You have to have a candidate that can raise money and campaign. You have to have that. And we're seeing that in the down ticket things in, in Congress, congressional races. We're seeing candidates who are not establishment. Uh, look at um, Indiana Congressional District Number 9. you got all these candidates who are not raising money because you, ha- you cannot be an out. Mike Braun. It takes a while to get money to these candidates who are not known by party members. Mike and Braun so, raised money, though, third quarter. Finally. Yeah, third finally. quarter. $5.9 right. to Joe Donnelly. You have to have money. Million, you have to have an Donnelly operation. You have to hand. know what you're doing to win an election. And when you have somebody like Kamala Harris, who you don't, they're isolating don- donors. Now, the base wants them. I agree that someone like Kamala Harris might win because the ba- a crazy left lunatic might win the primary. But that person's not going to win the general. And the just like last last time two years ago, the Democratic Party is not going to want that crazy Bernie Sanders. They're going to want the safe Hillary Clinton. Okay, I just realized we're 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 having two very different conversations. So let's let's bring it back. You are one hundred percent right, April. One hundred percent right about the idea uh, that the the hard leftist does not appeal to the general does not appeal to America. You are absolutely positively right. The problem the Democratic Party has is that they made their bed. This is who they are. This is the monster that they have created over time, and therefore they must cater to the monster. And that is true of a general election. That base of people is necessary to come out. Now, you can make the argument, Tony, they're going to get New York in in, an electoral college. They're going to get California in the electoral college. They're going to get Jersey and and these couple other places in an electoral college, right? You can make that true of some states. But if if, if they go establishment and don't go the hard left, much of their base in the other states, those Midwest states that you're talking about, stay home. And they can't afford that. 
The other way they have to go is to cater to that in order to try and get those people to come out in the Ohio's, Michigan's, Wisconsin's, Pennsylvania's, Indiana's. Yet the people who look at that and say, wait, that guy is crazy. I don't want to be associated with that guy. They stay home. They are in a screwed position. But my argument is, is that while you're right that you would need someone more establishment uh, for that general to work out better for them, that they are not the party of anything that is about all of America. They are the party of the things that are unbelievably radical. This is where they've made themselves. This is where they put themselves. And that's why I think they're going to go for the radical. How many, how many people would have stayed home on the Republican side if Jeb Bush got the nomination? Hi. Hi, my name is Tony Katz. How you doing? Hey, can I raise both hands? Hold on, I'm raising a foot. I mean, good Lord. Can't we not assume that, that would, the same thing would happen on the left? I always thought that Donald Trump was in this race to get Jeb Bush out, and then he was going to be like, Jeb's out? Okay, I'm done now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye. I, like, that was, I was like, that's his job. That's his sole purpose. Get Jeb Bush out of this race, and then, and then go back, so you know, and, and have a good day. So what we've established is the par- Democratic Party is so fractured into that if they nominate a Clinton or a uh, Biden— the base is not coming out. If they nominate a Kamala Harris or a uh, Elizabeth Warren, the Midwesterners, the establishment more, are not coming out. So they're screwed. That's what we're saying. Well, no, because uh, that's how I see it. it. It takes one good convention speech to bring a lot of people back. So those people who have to come back, okay, now we're into the part three. The people who have to come back, we go back to the beginning of this conversation, is the media and reputation capital. Do you think the media is going to enjoy... A Hillary Clinton? Do you think the media is going to enjoy that kind of establishment? No. The only people they're going to enjoy are the hard leftists. Those are the people that are going to engage. Oh, what a youthful spirit. Oh, look at the fight. Oh, it's, it's so great to have new blood. This party's dynamic. Well, I mean, look, I, at one poll I saw about a week ago, this uh, Beto, 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 oh, O'Rourke his name, was actually his, his name is Robert. Was actually on Robert the, O'Malley was in O'Rourke. this this poll for president uh, uh, presidential poll in 2020. He's not even going to win this uh, election in Texas. I mean, there, there's the 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 mainstream media is looking for that new, fresh-faced uh, liberal who is uh, in their early 30s uh, to to mid 40s, just like they. Uh, the 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 woman that's running in uh, uh, New York for Congress that uh, they, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez they, they they she she's still doing interview she was just on uh, what was it Kimmel last week or, or she, Colbert listen, I, they're they're she, doing their best to put a new face on the she's not party. right can we just at least agree she on this Alex- AF <laughs> AF thank you for cleaning up your language AF by the way uh, if if you don't speak millennial you might want to look that up right there so much more to get to eat drink smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers on Malloy. Find the podcast, TonyKatz.com, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. And people have been asking, can you know, to donate, uh, to be a part of it that way, to, to sponsor it, right? It's it's all right there. You can reach out to me if you if you want to sponsor. You can make a donation right there from uh, from the, the podcast itself. Uh, hap- thank you. Uh, appreciate it. You know, I, that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to... Uh, Sit there and say, make this plea. Like, here's why you should support uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke. And, and, here's, and here's why you should do it. Because uh, it, it'll make you a better person. 
Right now, you are a disgusting slob. But if you support Eat, Drink, Smoke, you are amazing. You're just the best ever. You're, you're trim, you're fit, you can dance, and you're hilarious. All if you support Eat, Drink, Smoke. Was that good, April? Was that, was that acceptable? That's exactly why you should donate. Right. It's right. a call to action. Because these cigars don't pay for themselves. My gosh, they, they, <laughs> they don't. They absolutely positively uh, do, do not. But it, it's going great. It's going terrific. And, and we're growing all the time. And I, I really do appreciate it. And when you have the pocket, definitely share it. Share in your social media feed. Uh, right. And, and uh, uh, on Twitter, go eat, drink, smoke. On Twitter, make sure you like that there. The Facebook page, eat, drink, smoke. Like these things. Follow them. If, if you like what's going on here, we happen to like what's going on here. Hope you do as well. Let us now move to the important things. Yes. Sugar Food. cookie cinnamon toast crunch. General Mills... As the story goes, uh, they are bringing back sugar cookie cinnamon toast crunch cereal. And this goes to a, a very large conversation. First of all, there's also now a, a banana cream frosted flakes, which sounds amazing. What, you all right, Fingers? You all right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. Um, the best part about cereal is not the cereal. The best part about cereal is what's left over, the milk that is left over, which uh, back in my early uh, radio days uh, here in Indiana, we dubbed cereal wine. A good cereal leaves you a cereal wine at the end. It is the flavored milk. And I can think of a few things that would be less to, uh, uh, more amazing, I should say, than the idea of sugar cookie milk right there at the, at the, at the end, at the bottom of, of, of your bowl. Right, so I am I am hugely in favor of sugar cookie cinnamon toast crunch because I think the cereal wine that it would uh, leave for you hashtag cereal wine uh, is would be a tremendous the kind of thing that you could bottle and sell all across America. I saw sugar cookie milk open for Nina Cherry back in '89. Nice. <laughs> oh my gosh, they do uh, make ice cream out of the cereal milk. Wait, what? Yeah, there. I don't cereal know. Wine. I don't know. I'm talking about ice cream. Some, maybe it was New York or somewhere. Somebody, there's a shop that makes ice cream out of cereal milk. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. That is absolutely, I have not seen that in my, in my last trip to New York. I do regularly down in, it's a little, I think it's a little Italy, not the village. Uh, there's a place called Rice to Riches, which is a rice pudding bar. And it is, don't, don't even. awful. It's amazing. It is amazing. Every trip I go, doesn't matter what I'm doing, I stop religiously. It is fantastic. I can't, I can't look at you right it's now. It's so good. Oh, my God. Or uh, cookies and cream, rice pudding. It's amazing. It is am- you, you are so dead inside, April D. Gregory. It is uh, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> rice pudding ranks right up there with fruitcake as part of the Because you're worst. having like tapioca like rice pudding or whatever it is from like Cozy Shack or whatever you're getting in the box. No, what you got to live a little. What is in rice pudding? Rice? Oddly <laughs> enough, oddly enough, uh, it's, it's, it's actually shrimp casserole. Yes, it's, it's, it's <laughs> rice. It's so, you've Who never had. to eat dessert rice? Oh, it's so good. I have had rice pudding, it's and it so, is okay. It's, you, no, I can't believe had, that it would be. I would not go out of my way to eat oh, it. Every single time. Uh, I'm in New York uh, in, in November for an event, and oh, it, it is officially on the list. Incredible. Just so absolutely positively incredible. You, you, will, you will adore every last uh, bit of it. Uh, but I, I, if I could eat cereal, 
I would. I don't actually eat cereal anymore uh, because in the, in the same way that I don't eat bread anymore, right? It's just it's. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and tell you. Are you well, gluten free? Oh, I'll punch you in the neck. <laughs> Stop I'm not it. Gonna be, I'm not What's gonna be that bad. What's the common denominator? We've talked about this before. What's the common denominator of the things you can eat? The wheat. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, right. But it, but I'm not going to sit here and, and be one of those people who's like, yes, I'm gluten insensitive, and I've changed my diet. Let me tell you why. It's so amazing. And be one. Oh, I hate those people. Okay, then don't say anything. Just change your diet. That's what you've I done. I did. Okay. I did. But it's it's not that I don't like cereal. It's that it, it, that and the sugar just, just totally messes me up. But I am. I love cereal. I, there are very few things to me more comfort food uh, than cereal. And I am an old school guy. Honey Nut Cheerios is the best cereal in the world by the box i uh, don't tell me about your 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 count chocula or your fruity pebbles and apple jacks although apple jacks are pretty good uh it, it is honey nut cheerios that is the greatest cereal of all time mr t cereal is by far <laughs> the best cereal what was, was that just like a version of captain crunch uh yeah not captain much. crunch captain uh c-a-p apostrophe yeah it was a combination of captain crunch and then uh the, you remember the cereal? I, I think they still make it. That it, it's basically waffles. Waffle crisp. Well, waffle that's crisp. corn checks. Corn checks. No, no, no. It's that's, it's, it's, thought, wa- it's waffles. I've never heard of it before. It's it's, it's maple syrup waffles in a bowl. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's too Fan- much. It's that's overly. That's uh, that sounds gross. Oh, it's fantastic. That sounds gross. I'm gonna have waffles. I want chicken with it. Now, if chicken and waffles comes in a bowl, oh. I'm to- I'm totally good. Oh, it's unbelievably gross. So so what is it called? Waffle, waffle crisp. Waffle crisp. Yeah. yeah. Waffle. What about it came you? Came out in the nineties. Um, I appreciate all cereals. Like I don't eat them anymore. I can't eat them either because of the wheat thing. But uh, there's. I've always loved different type uh, grape nuts. But no, my favorite grape nuts. No, I appreciate all 90? different. I appreciate everything. Lucky Charms. You, were you adding <laughs> I appreciate every cereal. But however, my favorite of all time would have to be Honey Nut Cheerios. Well, look, I get Thank it. Thank you. It's amazing. It's, I, it's a perfect food. I, I enjoy shredded wheat while watching the Golden Girls, just like you, April. Peanut I, butter, <laughs> peanut butter, Captain Crunch. Oh, my gosh. Peanut that's butter, Captain Crunch. Oh, that's my God. Good. I, I Honestly, though, if we're going to, you know, go down that road, my favorite cereal being a middle-aged man, I like crunchy raisin bran. You do not. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Oh, I eat that right out of the box. No, you don't. No, you don't. With a rice pudding chaser. No, That's you don't. Do. That's my morning. <laughs> no. No. The, the only follow-up to that is, so how is your prostate? Like, that's the only... Hey. What else can you do about that? Right now, it's pointing towards magnetic north, if you want to really know what's going on with my prostate. It, it seems like you must have, like, a, a large prostate as much as you're peeing this morning. What... Have you been tracking how often he goes to the bathroom? He's been like three times since we've been here. My God. <laughs> you track those things? Yeah, no, there, there is no privacy with April Gregory. Now I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> is that because you have to go to the bathroom? Yes, that too. You, you, you and your tiny little girl bladder? That's right. Is that is that it? I, I Look, I drank a gallon of Monster Energy drink this morning before we got here. I don't under- Now that's something I don't understand. Oh. I've never had an energy drink. Oh, it's fantastic. I've never... I, I'd bounce off. I'd, I'm afraid of what would happen to me. I, I'd be the guy with heart palpitations. Like, this is the end. I'm Red Fox at that moment. My my schedule has radically changed. I used to be the, the type of person that was a night owl, and now I have to get up early in the morning. I don't know how you do it, Tony. You get up at, like, what, 4 o'clock in the morning? 3.40 a.m. Oh, good God. Monday I would Friday. be sucking down energy drinks every half Never. hour. And I've reduced the amount of coffee that I do. I do. I, so I, I have, by the way, we do have Tony Cat swag that's coming. We've got a new logo that's coming. It should be done 
uh, this week. We've got new swag uh, that's coming up, and, and I'm thrilled. And you will all, uh, the two of you, April D. Gregory and Fingers Moy, you'll be able to get it at cost. Congratulations. Oh, Thank wonderful. you. Plus 5%. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't work for nothing. Um, but I, I, I have my official Tony Katz Tonight mug from back in the day. And one, one for the morning show, one for the midday show, sometimes one in between. And, and, and that's it. That's I how much coffee you consume? I, I used to do, I used, I have a very giant uh, old school Dunkin' Donuts when it was actually Dunkin' Donuts and not just Dunkin', 24 ounce uh, travel mug. I used to do three of those. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I said, I'm, I'm, this is not right. Somehow the intestinal wall is going to disappear. So yeah, oh, I, I've really cut back. You think that's too much already? You think I do too much no, coffee? No, that's probably what I do actually. I never drank as much coffee uh, until recently because I discovered... Starbucks has cold brew coffee already at the grocery store, and I suck that down. I, I go through a, one of those. Tony big does not let you talk about Starbucks. Yeah, he hates yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, friends don't let friends drink Starbucks. Not in a town that has has good coffee. And it's a grocery store. Yeah, their coffee is dreck. It's now, cold brew. There are times where you have to go because it's the only thing. Like if you're at, like if we're at a convention, right? It's in the hotel, right? You do that, right? It's, right. it's completely fine. But now I try to avoid it. I try to avoid it like the plague. In 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 my car right now is Dunkin' Donuts. Or Dunkin', right? Duncan. That's well. They would Tony bottle. If they would sell a big bottle of cold brew coffee at the grocery store, why can't store, you make buy... your own? You're like, well, do you, do you use a cold brew? as well? I've got a French You're press. You're the one but you that taught to... me how to cold brew in a French press. But you have to put it in the, the the French press, and it has to sit overnight. And who has the time for that, Tony? It takes at least three minutes to make that. By the way, French press is the way to do coffee. Oh, Everything yeah. else is nonsense. You can't. It so so French press is the idea that you're letting the coffee steep like tea, and then you know you, after it steeps for a while you you use this giant plunger and you plunge it down. Do it slowly, do it. So, otherwise, you get grinds in the coffee and it's a mess. And so what you're getting and the difference between that like a, a drip coffee is you're getting the oils out of the bean really, and you're getting that in the coffee. So you it's a, it's a richness. It's unbelievable. But those oils, if if you have any level of sensitive anything. It will, after a while, screw you up. Do a cup, maybe two, depending on how it comes, and and that's good. Don't do that every like all the, all day. You're, I don't know. I mm-hmm. think your stomach can't handle. Well, it. if you're using a paper filter, if you're using a regular coffee machine, you use a paper filter. That takes the oils out of right. The coffee. That's so the whole that's, point. And and that takes out some of the goodness. Well, you've been talking about all the good things that you can get here at Blend. You know, we have the cigars, the bourbon, right. the the coffee here is fantastic. So they use and they use a local roast and they do it French press. By the way, thanks to Blend Blend Bar Cigar dot uh, com is where you go. Uh, Twitter Blend Bar four locations: Indianapolis. They are in Nashville. They're in Houston and they're in Pittsburgh as well they're our hosts and they do incredible work they do but that is that is a french press that is terrific and i agree you can also do an aeropress which is an interesting way to do it it's a french press vari- I, I variation like i have an aeropress also and i don't like it as much as just the french press you know it's really good too sanka fantastic <laughs> it's like a party you're in mouth and everybody's invited wow well, I think we're done on that. Uh, that's uh, Fingers Malloy. Find him at Fingers Malloy Radio on Facebook, of course, Wham 1600 Radio, and uh, the Snark Factor podcast. You can find that as well. April D. Gregory, social media maven, April D. Gregory on uh, Twitter. Find me on Twitter at Tony Katz, Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, and of course, TonyKatz.com, T O N Y K A T Z, TonyKatz.com for everything uh, that we're doing here. Guys, good to see you. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. <laughs>